0: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp Podcast. So, I've literally decided that I'm going to be doing this uh, like five minutes ago. So, there's not... Turn that down. There's not a whole lot that I have prepared for this, but this came from a question or I asked someone, what would you like to hear about on the podcast? And I think this was a few weeks ago now, but they said... Um, why calorie deficits are not the be-all and end-all and completely forgot about it until um, I saw one of her stories up on Instagram I liked it and then I was like, oh shit, I haven't recorded that yet so today we're actually getting away from mindset I'll probably end up touching on it a little bit but this is mainly going to be about nutrition and how you can hit your goals and more importantly um, why a calorie deficit is not the most important thing in the world so When I have a lot of clients signing up and they go, I'm on 1,200 calories, I'm on 1,400 calories, I'm on this, I'm on that, whatever it is that their meal plan was or whatever their macros were or whatever that they've gotten from a previous coach or whatever is going on, they want to lose weight, most likely. And I've already touched on why... Focusing on continuing to lose weight is not the be-all and end-all because there's going to be nothing left And then at the end of the day, it's going to lead to a burnout And you're going to fucking hate and resent going to the gym, counting calories and actually looking after yourself So that's why losing weight is not always the answer It is always the front that people put up for trying to change something about themselves But they don't know how to address it at a subconscious level So then they say, I need to lose weight But I'm going to try and not talk about heaps of mindset but if it ties in nicely then it ties in nicely so today i'm just going to be discussing why you don't always need to be in a calorie deficit and i know some people are going to be like well yeah you cycle it and go calorie deficit and then you have like a high day on the weekend or then you do whatever but anyway so being in a calorie deficit yes it is the number one only thing The number one through four million things that matter for weight loss. It doesn't matter if you're doing keto, paleo, Mediterranean, you fucking fast between 2.30pm and 6.15pm, but then you have chocolate five minutes after your fasting window because that allows for this to happen and that. Whatever bullshit that you've been sold in the past, the only thing that matters is that regardless of whatever you are doing, intermittent fasting, keto, whatever your diet name is, whatever whatever the shit you're doing is, it puts you in a calorie deficit. And you cannot argue that fact regardless of whatever happens. The name of your diet does not matter because they all do the same shit. And that is put you in a calorie deficit. That is the only way that you are going to lose weight, which is why a lot of people consistently chase a calorie deficit. They go, I need to be in a deficit because I want to lose weight. I need to be in a deficit because I want to lose weight. So, I'm going to go against the grain here and say why calorie deficits are not majorly... Important for weight loss. They are the only thing that matters when it comes to achieving weight loss but in the grand scheme of things being in a calorie deficit forever or chasing a calorie deficit or trying to be in a calorie deficit for Extended periods of time is the worst fucking thing that you could do for your mind and your body, especially your body so I suppose, where do we go from here? The reason that you don't want to be in a calorie deficit for so long is because if you are in a calorie deficit, by rule, you are not getting enough nutrients to supply your body. That's why weight loss occurs, because you are not getting enough nutrients in, but hopefully you're getting that sort of fine line between not consuming enough calories so that you can burn fat, but consuming enough calories so that you still have Mental capabilities so that your organs can still function so that your brain can actually realize what the hell is going on Which is why a lot of people in keto in the first two weeks. They feel foggy as all shit because they're not getting carbs because Brain needs carbs. It's the only fuel source it can use so that's why they initially feel foggy Uh, but Being in a calorie deficit for long periods of time is going to essentially say to your body that we are starving we are dying and then it's going to release hormones, and it's going to increase your cortisol levels. And over time of being in that calorie deficit for, I'm just gonna throw out a random number, 20 weeks. Let's say you've been in a calorie deficit for 20 weeks, and not even that, you could probably even just do 12 weeks if it's pretty aggressive. But you've been in a calorie deficit for 20 weeks, and you're starting to wonder, a very conservative one, and you're starting to wonder why you're so tired, why you're so lethargic why your strength is going down at the gym, why you just can't get motivated and why you'd rather stay in bed all fucking day is because you are not getting enough nutrients to fuel your body. So what happens when you're not getting enough nutrients to fuel your body is that your brain will back that up by saying, listen, buddy, we're dying, we're starving. You need to fuel your body right now. Otherwise I'm going to do this. And then it essentially puts out all of these signals and Hormones and chemical responses through your body so that you don't want to move so that you want to use less energy because the brain is Just going to do what it needs to do to survive so it's going to show you and if it shows you something and you don't pick up on that response it's then going to say okay cool well she's not listening or he's not listening or whatever so now we have to put out this signal now we have to make them feel like shit because they're not listening to us so they'll put out the signal of the hormones and the chemical responses and then you'll wake up one day and you'll go man I cannot be fucked today I'm so tired I'm so this I'm so lethargic I can't even think straight my brain has just gone into fog mode and that is your brain quite literally saying well if you're not going to feed me I'm not going to fucking control you, so, or I'm not going to give you the energy to keep killing me. So, it sends out all those signals and that's where you get lethargic and that's where mental health issues start to spike because you want to do something, but you just can't. And being in a deficit because you would have instilled to yourself for so long that need to be in a deficit, need to be in a deficit. This is why being in a deficit for long periods of time is doing more harm than good. So refeed days are super important. So for example, going your entire week on, low, on a calorie deficit, let's say, let's say your maintenance calories are around 1750 and you're eating 1250 for whatever reason. You're eating 1250 calories per day. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, If you actually do stick to your diet on Friday Instead of like, woo, it's Friday I'm going to get a small pizza and have some wine Then, you know, that's 2,000 calories or 2,500 calories And that doesn't count as a 1,200 calorie day So, Monday through Friday And then Saturday you go, cool I'm going to have 2,500 calories And that will obviously spike your average calories Per, I mean, through the entire week So instead of being, I'm going to grab a calculator So I'm not just throwing random numbers at you So if you do 1250 across let's say Monday through Friday and then also on Sunday because you're incredibly strict like that those six days alone are going to be 7,500 calories and then if you have those obviously 7,500 calories and then you have 2,500 on Saturday that means you're having 10,000 calories across the week which means 10,000 calories across the week divided by seven is 1,428, which means that instead of you being on, oh my God, I'm eating 1,200 calories a day and I'm still not losing weight. You may be eating 1,200 calories for six days a week, but that 2,500 day puts you at 1,400, which is still the deficit of your maintenance, which would have been 1,750. I hope this is making sense. I'm much better on camera if you can actually see what I'm pointing at and stuff. But anyway i hope that makes sense so your maintenance calories is 1750 you're eating 1250 per day across monday through friday including sunday and then on saturday you allow yourself to go over by 12 essentially double your calories so 2500 calories that high day is going to be super goddamn important so that you can actually restore your muscles your brain and lower your cortisol levels and hopefully prepare you for next week i often give my clients two refeeds per week depending on how they go i'll initially start them on a pretty aggressive calorie deficit and then start to add more calories in the stronger that they get and the longer that they're with me and then start to add in high days and then we reverse diet from there and then change all the cycles and stuff but anyway that's getting into it so Being in that calorie deficit or trying to achieve a calorie deficit every single day Doesn't matter You can do a calorie deficit for five days a week and then eat at your maintenance phase or just over your maintenance phase and still see awesome results The thing about this is that You need to realize That your body is an organism the exact same way that if you underfeed your dog so consistently or your cat or whatever fucking animal that you've got, if you consistently underfeed your pet, of course they're not going to want to go for walks or they're not going to greet you at the door as much and they're going to start feeling sad and they're going to not be their usual selves. So what do you do? Most likely you'd take them to the vet and be like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. The vet will tell you they're malnourished. Do You need to feed them. Exact same thing that goes for humans, except for some reason we go, well, not for some reason, I know exactly why, but I'll get to that. We go, oh, I'm under eating. Go me. And you praise yourself for under eating and being malnourished. And this is where we start to find a lot of people when they're chasing that calorie deficit, they're chasing something in the mirror. They're chasing the scales and they're chasing what they look like to external world, as opposed to trying to be happy with their internal world with themselves. So, Consistently praising yourself for being in a calorie deficit. If you need that kind of accountability and you haven't uh, you haven't achieved goals or been in a deficit for so long or whatever, absolutely give yourself credit for being in a deficit. But it's not the be all and end all. If you're trying to live healthy and you're trying to build your body and you're trying to build your mind and you're trying to be a better you, you're gonna need to eat you're gonna need to learn to develop that healthy relationship with food and realize that it's not just being in a calorie deficit where you can see weight loss results. It's also, I've got clients at 2000 calories a day where they're still losing weight or they're still changing their body compositions. So there are very, and most likely the women that you see on Instagram that have fucking starved themselves for a photo shoot, or they take their yearly worth of Instagram content in different outfits across a 24 hour period they have most likely eaten a fuckload of calories prior to that and then weaned themselves off similar to like a bodybuilding competition is that your carbs will be so fucking high and then fats will be very low. But what we're trying to do is pronounce the muscle, reduce the fat. But anywho, being or I suppose putting a calorie deficit on the pedestal and praising it as the be all and end all of being successful across your health journey is the worst fucking thing that we could do as a fitness industry or as the fitness industry. As a fitness professional, yes, being in a calorie deficit is the only thing that matters for achieving weight loss, but it's not the only thing that matters for achieving a healthy lifestyle. So if you're trying to live a healthy life and you want to lose weight, the one thing I'll say to you is the same thing that I say to all of my clients is that it's gonna take time yes you can go through a six eight ten week challenge and fucking starve yourself and hate yourself by the end of it but hey you look good for the wedding despite the fact you're about to blow out in two weeks so you can do it you just need to recognize your goal and what you want from putting if you're gonna put in all this effort to go to the gym to track your calories to meal prep to do all this shit Why not do it in a way that is sustainable, that doesn't tax you as much mentally so it doesn't feel like when you go to look after your health, it's not like this second job where you have to go to the grocery store and buy these specific foods, prepare them in a certain way, eat them at a certain time and track them in a certain way and do all this. Why not take that time and effort and all the fucking money that you're probably paying your coach and learn to do it sustainably so that in the long run, 12 months from now, 6 months from now, it's just second nature for you to go and do those things and it doesn't feel like effort and it doesn't feel like you're taking time out of your day for this massive chore that you don't, you're don't. you eating foods you don't even like. So if we can take a step back and realize that the calorie deficit is the only thing that matters for achieving weight loss... But it's not the only thing that matters in life or for a healthy lifestyle or for you two specifically when all of my clients do hit their results and they do lose weight and they do start to hit that phase where they go oh what do i do from here i'm so scared of eating food now because i've been in a calorie deficit for so long and this is something i try to be proactive about and give my clients the high days and the like don't track this week sort of coaching days And I try to remove myself from the conversation of, well, what do I do now? And I try to give my clients all of that information so that if I step away, I'll be like, hey, I'm going away for two weeks, but you've got this, you know what you're doing. And I'd be pretty confident in all of my clients doing that, depending on where they're at in the program. So, or just coaching with me. So I forgot what the point was, but you can eat the foods that you want. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to go on a different tangent because I completely forgot where I was. You can eat the foods you want and, oh, that's what it was. (laughs) Specifically, once you've lost all that weight, I remembered, see? Specifically, once you've lost all that weight or you've achieved your scale goal or you're happy with what you see in the mirror or whatever, it is going to reach a time where you go, so what now? And the answer for most people is going to be eat at your maintenance phase and try to focus on strength so that way you can build your body. Build your mind. Nothing is going to make you feel stronger and more confident and happy within your own skin when you start moving some fucking serious weight, either like barbell hip thrusts, back squats, deadlifts, whatever. Lat downs, seated row, even a fucking bench press, especially for women. I know. It is beyond important that women train their chest. I cannot understate that enough. You need to be training your chest. Even though I understand you have breasts and there is a lot more tissue there that gets in the way and you don't want to be too bulky through the chest but if you bench press or cable fly or do whatever it is super important for your shoulder health for long term but then also it's going to make sure that things don't start sagging even though breasts are fat tissue having the muscle underneath is going to make sure that things stay nice and perky fun fact for you so once you've lost the weight Or Even if you get within five kilos of your goal or two kilos within your goal, I would start to refeed I and it depends a hundred percent on the person. This is generalistic advice for most of my clients I would start to refeed in terms of if you're at 1400 calories and you're like sweet I've only got like two kilos to go. I'd add in, you know I'd go to 1500 calories and then see what happens and then I'd start focusing on strength and the thing about that is that When you start to focus on strength and you start to build muscle and then the fat stores start to go away and you start to move into a body recomposition as opposed to just fat loss or just muscle gain, and you start to try to do both, your results are going to slow down a lot. But the beauty of that as well is that if you have a weekend with your friends or Christmas comes up or whatever social situation gets in the way, is that it also just goes towards fueling your gym sessions as opposed to fuck, I've given up this week, I've put on this much weight, I've done this, I've done... And all this like guilt and shame comes in specifically when you're just trying to achieve weight loss. If you instead focus on building your body and building your mind and building yourself up, when you have those weekends of shit I've gone over, you can use it as motivation to be like, well, I've got all these extra calories, I've got all this extra fuel in me, might as well use it. And you start moving away from the emotional side of eating, from the uh, fucked up, I might as well throw in the towel. But if you can keep going and keep going to the gym and focus on strength and build your body, there is, there is no wrong answer. You're not going to be too bulky unless you end up fucking hiring a bodybuilding coach or eating like a bodybuilder. The good thing about that is that once you're focusing on strength, you don't have to worry about a calorie deficit. You don't have to worry about a calorie surplus or maintenance phases or anything. You can most likely just... As long as you don't eat like a fucking child, you can most likely just eat whatever you want and just tell yourself, oh, well, yeah, I'm only reaching for that because I'm bored. And then you can just start eating and you can just do those things because you actually enjoy food, you actually enjoy what you're doing. So to get to that stage is first off realizing that you're not going to be in a calorie deficit forever. You don't need to be in a calorie deficit forever. And as a matter of fact, you're probably only need to be in a calorie deficit if you're wanting weight loss about 70% of the week, 50% of the week. As long as you are burning more calories than you expend, it doesn't have to be sorry. <laughs> as long as you burn more calories than you consume, it doesn't have to be an aggressive 1200 calorie deficit. It doesn't like it could be a 1600 calorie deficit where that is an extremely conservative deficit, but it works better for you because you've got more energy at work, you've got more energy in the gym, you're not snacking is not much now, you don't feel like you have to be binging. So, and even being at a maintenance phase is an amazing goal for some people. Most people have never eaten at their maintenance phase, which is crazy to hear, particularly for the fact that I work with people specifically that are either early to mid 20s and then just before they hit a milestone like they just just before they hit 30 or just after they've turned 30 same again for 40 and 50 and 60 so there's never many mids except for like mid 20s because obviously that's a thing that we grew up as it's like I don't want to get married too early I think I'll have a house kids marriage all that stuff you know 23 I don't want to be I don't want to be too old And then you get to 23 and you're like, man, I should probably get out of this club at 6 a.m. But anyway, so that's why being in a calorie deficit doesn't really matter that much. It's important to be in one if you want to achieve weight loss, but it's not important to be in one if you want to be happy. So take from that what you will. If you have questions on it, let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to stop there because I'll keep rambling, but have the best day in the world. And feel free to leave me some feedback on the Instagram post. that's going to come up and promote this episode. So, have an awesome day. I'll speak to you all very soon.